Welcome to Indie Beauty Radio with your host, Rachel Whitaker, founder of the Indie Beauty Delivers community. Hello! Good evening, everybody. I hope you can all see us. We're really excited to be here. This is this week's edition of Indie Beauty Rocks TV. So this is completely different to what I normally do. If you've been watching my Indie Beauty weekly sort of Indie Beauty TV Rocks, um, you will see that normally I come on and talk about kind of what's hot and what I think you should be talking about and understanding in what the industry is doing for this week. But I've done something completely different this week. As you can see, I've brought somebody to join me. Hello. <laughs> the wonderful Laura. And um, the reason I've brought Laura on to join us um, is because what I've been talking about a lot on my social media at the moment is about having the confidence to be visible as brand founders. She is a photographer extraordinaire, and she's going to give you some hints and tips to help you with that. But first off, this is a Facebook Live because we're, we're doing it, actually doing it through BeLive so that we can you can see us both at the same time. But it's still a Facebook Live, so Facebook yeah. Live rules apply. So we would love to know who's out there. And at the moment in BeLive, we can't see your names when you join, and we can't see um, your names when you place a comment. So when you do put a comment in pop your name in as well so that we can see you we're trying to look at it on our phone at the same time um which is multitasking to the extreme yeah, it really is here isn't it <laughs> so i know we've got somebody there somebody is already saying hi so i'll try and work out who you are um at the same time as speaking so you'll have to bear with us but put your name in oh hello lisa welcome thank you oh, hello so facebook live rules apply um so please comment um there's going to be plenty of time for questions stick them in while laura's talking i'll be looking at the comments and the questions and we'll make sure we get everything asked we would also love some appreciation if you're enjoying it as well it's always nice to see and although we're going to have to see it on our phones at the same time it would be lovely to see that you're enjoying everything that we're doing so we, you've probably seen a couple of the lives that I've been doing recently about the fact that founder-led brands are really in the moment. They're really important Then they're really having their time. And I think that's amazing news for all of you out there because you are, as indie beauty brand founders um, are all running these small businesses with you right in the forefront of what you're doing. And the reason that's so exciting at the moment is because the attitudes of consumers are really changing and we are kind of moving away as consumers from those big brands with those really stale messages and we're looking to really engage with brands who share the same values that we have and um, represent the same morals and ethics and can maybe add something to the lifestyle that we're trying to use and so as a brand founder who's got really strong passion behind what you're doing this is why it's your moment but <laughs> you have to come out and you have to come out from behind the desk and behind the computer and show your face because the best way that you can let your brand know your followers know who you are and recognize you is to show up and start to talk to them and engagement really increases when you talk to them as a person when you get on your instagram when you put the selfies out there when you go on the stories when you're brave and do facebook lives like this <laughs> that's when people really get to know you and they get to recognize you and then they get to love you and then they buy products so you know being visible as a brand founder really drives engagement and driving engagement really drives your sales so that's why we're doing something different tonight and i brought laura on because laura is an expert photographer um, and she has a special sort of specializes in headshots and if I just give you a bit of an introduction and then I'm going to hand over because you're not here to listen to me <laughs> um, I met Laura last September when I booked her to do a headshot session with me in Marbella. We were we were we were jet setting to do it. It was amazing. We were both at a conference or a retreat out there, so we decided it'd be a great place to do the the, the headshot shoot because we were guaranteed some nice scenery, lots of pink flowers, and uh, some serious sunshine. And uh, 
my brief to Laura was to um, capture the essence of me um, and to take some actually great photos because I'm not photogenic. So <laughs> I don't have many lovely photos of me. So I needed some to put out there and be visible. And Laura rocked from the start of booking her. She helped me through everything. It was incredible. Um, you know, she gave, she helped me choose my clothes through WhatsApp, um, even down to the little details of the earrings and the handbag and the necklace. So that by the time I rocked up in Marbella, I'd got everything ready. And on the day, oh God, I'm so comfortable with being um having my photos taken i know you might not think so as i'm busy yapping away all the time at you <laughs> but i'm not i really find it really difficult and she put me at ease and it was so incredible and it was really really great and she took some brilliant shots and totally captured what i was wanting which is me now you've seen some of these photos because i have been using them in my instagram profiles but, uh, since i've had them done but i'm in the process of rewriting my website it should launch in the next few days and all of laura's photos will be on the website on the new website so i'm quite excited about that so watch out for when i release all the details because um I will be uh, letting you know, and you can go over and have a look. Oh, my goodness. We've got somebody in from Toronto. Hi, Claire Barker. Thank you very much. Hi, Ilham. Hi, Lise. Oh, there's quite a few going on there. That's great. And I know there's lots of people going to be watching on replay um, from Australia. I've had quite a few messages from over there. Cool. So, if any, um, if any Australians want to ask a question, what should we do? Should we have them contact me on social or... What, what should we do? Because I would want to. I want to make sure that I can answer all questions. Too. Yeah. That's a really good point. If you've got questions, stick them. I'm going to put all the links to Laura's social media because God knows how she does it, but she's on every single group. <laughs> yeah, I am addicted, yeah. <laughs> so you can choose to follow her on all of them or you can choose to follow them on the ones that you're particularly hanging out on. So if you are watching on the replay, um, stick your questions in here anyway because I want to see what you're asking as well. But I know I'll work with Laura to make sure. Yeah, that, that, that sounds like a great idea um and so that will be we can keep up with that um that way so yeah even if you're on the replay do post your questions and still give us your your uh, reactions because it's we'll be watching it again to just see how we're getting on as well so i'm going to hand over to laura to tell you a little bit more about what she does um and, and how we sort of met and when we were in marbella and then while she's doing that i'm cleverly going to drop the links to her, <laughs> her social in the feed so you will be able to pick those up so over to you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I feel like it's like a Bridget Jones moment, isn't it? It's back to the studio. It's one of those, isn't it? <laughs> so I'm I'm Laura Perman and I work internationally as a headshots photographer. And I love it when I can meet people like Rachel on um, a conference or on a personalized retreat because it's just a great opportunity to meet somebody who really cares a lot about their business and has that um, ambition behind their brand. So Visually for me, what I really love is when I have lots of different types of business owners with a very clear brand. And I know that you do this all of the time here in this group. You're honing your brand and you're looking at your um, your brand values and your overall aesthetic of it. But what I like to do, and you've touched on this already, Rachel, is bring you into that. So there'll be a reason why you are um, you have a certain ethos or a certain energy, like maybe you're happy, maybe you're a more serious brand, maybe you're a very scientific brand. There's a reason why in your personality that you've done this in your business. It's like having a baby, having a business. So it, it's something to do with you and your personality. I love to kind of get under that layer of you and find out why and then I love to set myself sometimes the quite a hard challenge of bringing that out through the photo. So I always say to new people, every photo has um, a thousand words. Let's really work on what those 1000 words are going to say. And for goodness sake, let's make them on brand words. <laughs> so when you get professional headshots, you might be watching this now and thinking, oh, I am so not there because I hate having my photo taken. And um, I'm going to go over quickly what it's about and 
you know, the uses for it. So you, the obvious uses are, you know, like your little profile picture on all of your um, social media platforms. You probably want to have a good about me or a bio page on your website that fits in with your brand. And that's where you would put a professional headshot. Maybe you want to get more speaking gigs. And you want to put yourself out there as a professional speaker within your niche industry. So to do that, you're going to have to have another section as almost like an add-on on your bio page and your website that tells people how you how you are a good speaker. And guess what? If they can see a photograph of you speaking professionally, it might have been staged. They'll believe that you're a professional speaker. People like, you know, it's seeing is believing. I can't tell you how many staged speaker photography shoots I've done over the years, but it, it leverages you up to get more jobs as a professional speaker. And then when you get more professional speaking gigs, you can then start commanding money for it. So there's that angle. The other angle is maybe you want to write a book. Or maybe you want to put something out there specifically about, um, you know, you want like a really high end brochure for the products that you're creating. You were saying this before, Rachel, you want to have about the founder, about the creator, like what is the brains and the reason and the heart behind all of this? That is where the professional, glossy, beautiful, well thought out headshot goes. So that's headshots in a real quick nutshell. And I would love it if anybody has any questions to just chime in and ask. But today I want to talk about selfies. So this is something that I've been kind of, um, yeah, I know. I, I've been kind of a We're little all terrified about taking. Are you all terrified? Should we, should we do a little poll? Should we say, um, if, if you love selfies, there's actually a selfie emoji. I don't know if you all know this, but it's got like, it's a little purple hand holding a phone. So if you love a selfie, stick that in the comments. If you hate a selfie, why don't you give it the um, an embarrassed monkey face? <laughs> and you can tell me, Rachel, what comes in. So I'm trying my best here. I've got, I've got you all up. I can see your comments. So get them going in there and I'll see whether I can give Laura... Uh, oh, we've got a question come through, which I'll ask you, which I'll ask you in a second. I'm just okay. seeing whether I can get. It's about headshots, actually. Yeah, um, well, let's do it now. Well, we're waiting for that now. people, while people are trying to find this emoji that I'm sure you've just invented, I've never. Seen. I promise you, it's there. <laughs> so, Lee's, Lee's, who is a wonderful. Now, where is Lee's based? She's out in. I, I want to say in the Netherlands somewhere. Um, Lee's is an incredible formulator of organic products. She, um, oh, you know Lee's. Yeah, she, I do. I think I follow her on Instagram. She has yeah. a beautiful feed. Oh yeah, she does. So her question for you, right? While everybody's trying to find these emojis, <laughs> retouched headshots. Your okay. question. So, Right. Well, retouching, there's a line. Now, I think if you're going to the effort of putting together a polished version of yourself, so you're going to go out and get a new outfit or you're going to use one of my stylists to help you get an outfit, and then we're going to bring in a professional to do your hair and your makeup, well, then, yes, I do think there is a place for retouching to a line. So I do retouching that um accentuates the real you. So the only things that I kind of do as standard is a subtle skin smooth. Like we're not talking like MAC makeup. You remember that Barbie campaign they did years ago and everyone had like plastic skin. <laughs> that is not my vibe. So we have natural skin, but with a little bit of the wrinkles like decreased. And then the other thing that I always do as standard in my retouching is I bring out the sharpness of somebody's eyes and then I bring out the sharpness of somebody's hair. And then the other retouching things, I don't know, sometimes photographers refer to this as editing, but I call this retouching, is the balancing of light, um, the balancing of shadows, overall image sharpening. Um, and the line, when you've crossed the line, is when you're saying things like, okay, so can you like remove my chin now? Or can you uh, change this tooth 
for that tooth or you know how my eyes are blue could we maybe make them green because that's not the real you is it if you can ha you can do retouching and it becomes a real addictive thing and you get to a point where you're no longer um a polished version of yourself you become this hyper reality weird cyborg looking version of yourself and that is not what i'm about i want you to be authentically you but a polished you and then this actually leads us in beautifully to the selfies because a selfie is a quick thing that you're doing yourself and it really is the real real you sometimes no makeup sometimes you know you're not fully dressed for work sometimes you've just left yoga it, it could be all kinds of things but that's why i think there's a place for both because you want to have that polished headshot and then the real nitty-gritty of you and I think that's good for a brand. What do you think, Rachel? I think it's important. I think one of the biggest buzzwords in the industry at the moment is about being authentic um, and being able to stand up there and be you. And actually the values of most of the brands that will be here watching this and in my group and are watching this on replay and that I'm working with are all about being authentic um and you know and, and really putting their values and their views out there so they're all going to be like giving you the thumbs up which i can't see at the moment because i'm looking at the comments so, <laughs> <laughs> in the so, we yeah, had, so do we have lots of embarrassment yeah, we, we had lee's come in with i don't do i don't do selfies very well um, mm -hmm. She was obviously not finding that thing. We've got, we've got <laughs> Cecilia Kim was giving us a definitely giving. <laughs> oh, Cecilia! is confirming it's Copenhagen in Denmark. Nowhere oh, near really where I said. <laughs> Denmark is ch chipping in there. We're terrified. Can't find the emoji. <laughs> <laughs> about the emoji then well, how do you feel about the selfie <laughs> i'm so i'm so pleased with that there were there some people who found the emojis so this is this is very good so yeah we've all learned something tonight anyway if the only <laughs> what, what the selfie emoji there are <laughs> That's hysterical. I love it. You guys really do rock. <laughs> we do really rock over here. That is exactly what we do, completely and utterly. So tell us then why um why selfies are quite important. You start you started to talk about it yeah. then, but just just tell us why you you know from, from a point of view of a photographer, really why they are important so it, it's it's an interesting topic in the photography world i mean it's like when digital cameras became available to the masses a lot of photographers kicked off about it and then um you have a whole subset of photography photographers in the photography industry that hate the smartphone because they think that it's the death to professional and commercial photography I disagree with that. I think that we all have a wonderful camera in our phone and we should be broadcasting and documenting on a regular basis our business story. You might you might want to share your life as well on social media. That's up to you. Um, but if you have all of the equipment and the facilities there, then you should take advantage of them. And it's been so interesting when I've been doing some research and development on this. We have um, like a group of people who are like i hate the selfie and everything it stands for like the world is too vain down with the selfie and then you have the other end of that spectrum where people are always doing selfies like on a treadmill in the gym you know at tesco's when they're waiting to check out their food and then you have the people in the middle and they're the ones that really interest me the most so they might be um, they might think that selfies are for a certain time in a certain place like um only with work colleagues or only when I'm out with the girls and we're having a wine or only with my children and they're not um they've never really thought about doing it in another part of their lives so maybe just with the kids but hang on a minute I've never actually thought about incorporating that into my business strategy hmm and then there's another group of people who kind of like the sound of it but they just technically don't know what buttons to press how to get light to work how to make it focus like it's all the technical things so I feel like it's good to talk about it and I thought a good way to kind of research and develop this a little bit further would be to set up a little group, a safe space online where we could do a five day challenge. And I really wanna show people 
all of the things that you can do with the concept of a selfie. So this is basically the kind of stuff I did at college. You get like a 12-week photographer's brief. Sometimes they were really arty-farty, like explore a straight line. But we're going to do like exploration of the selfie. And I'm going to say, use just this part of your camera. Don't freak out about all the filters and all the hashtags of Instagram. Just do this. And then the next day, just do this. And then after the five days, you will have learned a lot of cool skills or you will have brushed up on some. Or you might have just thought, my God, I didn't even realise my phone had that facility. And it's just a great way for me to then come back to you later and say, so how do you feel about selfies now? You can't say you didn't try it. And then we'll see where it, where it takes us further. And I'll have a little bit more information from people like the Indie Rocks community to find out where the skill sets are good, where they're bad, and where the confidence is high and where the confidence is low. Because it's always quite specific when you dig into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, I know for, from, from my point of view, I, I, I have no idea where to hold my camera. Um, I always get the light wrong. I've got the light wrong tonight, but I'm trying to, <laughs> you know, I'm still, I'm still making these mistakes. So I know it's a really, really challenging thing to do. And I think for many of us, um, there's also the, it's not just the technical fear. It's just also a real fear of actually putting our faces out there. Yeah. I know a lot of the girls that and ladies that I work with are just like, I don't know, I just, I'm just going to look bad. Um, and there is that self-consciousness about that. Lisa's come in saying that she has tried taking selfies with her iPhone, but it always looks like she's not engaging with the camera lens. Ah, so, yes. This is something I talk about all the time when I'm teaching in my mentor group and I'm teaching people how to do live video. Um, and she says, what is the secret at looking at the camera on an iPhone? <laughs> Okay, so real quick, I'm going to hold up my phone. You're going to see that I'm watching the live as it happens. You'll see your mush there. You want to look in the tiny little black dot at the top of your phone, not here. So sometimes this is where um, things like the hands-free facility, which is part of the iPhone camera um tool that's where that comes in or sometimes you can get um selfie sticks that are bluetooth so you would hold your phone up make sure you're looking at the little tiny dot and then you would actually click the shutter maybe down in your pocket or out of shot over here somewhere <laughs> and that that helps or the other great one is um the timer did you know you have a timer facility in your camera and i you can, only found this out the other day i only found it and I was like blown away. I was like, oh my goodness, how have I not discovered that? Yeah, so you could say, right, okay, you, I mean, the idea is, okay, everyone, we're going to do a selfie. Ready? 10 seconds to go. And then you set it up and then you hold it up and then maybe you give it to the guy who's got the longer arms who's on the outer side of the group and then he holds it up and then it'll, it says nine, eight, seven. So you all know when to smile. But when you're doing a selfie and it's just you, you could do like a three-second countdown and you know you're not having to then look around on the phone to hit the button to, to, to actually press the shutter. Yeah, you can just hold the phone up and make sure you're you're looking at the little black lens. Yeah, and that's a that's a tip which you can use on your photos and any video that you do. Yeah, yeah. Because because with with smartphones you see your face in the center of the screen, you, your eyes focus on on where your face is, but that's not where the lens is. And it's really easy to tell when people are doing it because I could do it now. If you, and you will probably see that all of a sudden I'm not looking at you anymore because I'm looking at my face on the screen. But if I go back to where the lens is, that's filming. <laughs> Yeah, difference it out there. So you know, find the lens on your phone, and it's never in the middle. It's always in the corner, and it's always uh, it's always really small. But when you're looking at it, it makes a big difference, and that's really hard when you're trying to press a button at the same time. Which is why the selfie sticks are yes. really really good. Now, somebody, I'm gonna, I'm just jumping. So we're talking selfie sticks, and somebody's put. And I'm just trying to work out who it is because it's come through on these comments. Oh God, no, not selfie sticks. <laughs> identify who that is and then i'll come back because we've had a few more comments as well so who's oh it's Lise. <laughs> Lise again. so before there were selfie sticks do you know what we used to use bags of dry lentils or a bag of rice that you've opened and sealed again because it's the perfect like a bean bag 
it's the perfect thing to rest your phone up against so if you think oh god i can't be seen in public with a selfie stick maybe a little um bean bag you could have an on-brand bean bag actually that would be quite a cute little <laughs> thing to have and you just sit it on the side and you rest your phone on that oh that's a good idea i i also yeah. use piles of um whenever i do any of my live videos and i'm doing it on my phone i pile i have a pile of books and i, I sit in a, and talk to my group mentor group and i say make sure you've got a really good stand they don't cross much and they're <laughs> piled up on all my lonely planets but you've got to use them finish traveling haven't you so exactly yeah and the other thing about selfie sticks i'm trying to see if i've got no i haven't so i have a little tripod just down here, it's just like a little desktop one. And actually on the top, so if you get a selfie stick, a good selfie stick, I really should have an affiliate link at this point, shouldn't I? <laughs> I um, should be dropping it in. <laughs> yeah, um, you have uh, on, on a lot of selfie sticks, you have the actual phone bracket, the thing that holds the phone like this, is removable from the extendable stick. So I just fit that on my tripod. And if I want to put something on a desk, it's a little bit more photography like than tourist like yeah so that that could be an alternative one of the ladies that I'm working with at the moment, Carmen, when we were talking about this a few weeks ago, she's actually got and this blew my mind. I was like, wow, I've got to get one of those. She's actually got a selfie stick that also is a tripod. It's two in one. So oh, you have to tell me where, where I can get that and I'll have to um you said it, a review. It on Amazon. But yeah, so go so sort of Google or put it through Amazon. Um but there are there are selfie sticks which also turn into tripods. So they're kind of multi multitasking and that is exactly what you need if you're gonna be out and about taking selfies or doing live video. It's a really, really good one. Anyway, I'm not I'm not talking. I'm trying to find these <laughs> Uh, Cecilia said um, it's not just taking the selfie she just cannot stand to have her picture taken period you can see where she's where, where yeah. Cecilia is um, and she says how do you get over the awkwardness of being photographed well this is the idea behind this five day selfie challenge thing because sometimes you have a certain memory like I remember once getting my photograph done by the school photographer in the 80s and I can distinctively remember his horrible stonewashed jeans and you remember what it's like when you had your school photos done you you one would get the preview you remember the three layout preview and then she would tick a box and that would be the order I think it's still very much the same today with school photography but I ended up with a photo where I had a ponytail real high on my head because it was the 80s I think I'd had it plaited the night before so it was a bit crinkly but then I had these this one big bit of hair coming out here so it looked my sister wound me up for like the whole time it was on the wall it looked like I had a little handle to wind my brain up and I was mortified about that for ages. So sometimes we have built up these weird memories to do with photography and photographers as well. Um, you know, maybe you've had a terrible time with your wedding photographer, or maybe you just hate it when the flash goes off and it really hurts your eyes. You've got sensitive eyes. And so it feels like you always blink in the shot. You, you, there's all of these different things that result in you end up being one of these people who says, look, I just hate having my photo taken. But it's like anything, if you really do want to get over it and you really do want to make your face part of your founder brand, you're going to have to put yourself through some training. So this is why I've set up the, the five-day selfie challenge group. It's a private group. It's secluded. It's full of other people like you. Um, and I'm not going to force anybody to post anything unless you want to. You could just set yourself a challenge. It's like, remember when Twitter first came out? It took me months to figure out Twitter, and now I'm addicted to it. So it's a little bit like that. I'm not going to say that you're going to absolutely become like Kim Kardashian and in love with selfies all the time, but you're going to have to get into the habit like, right, I'll check my Twitter or I'll check my Instagram, and then I'm going to take three selfies of myself, and I'm going to do this angle, this angle, and this angle. You don't have to post it anywhere. And then the next day, you check your Instagram, and then you take, and then eventually you're going to have a whole reel of you 
in selfies on your phone and you'll be able to assess it over time and say okay right I'm, I'm doing a little bit better now I can look at my face and there's going to be a lot of your face on your phone and you'll be able to start looking at it through more artistic critical eyes than just critical eyes of like oh I hate myself it looks horrible you'll be able to say it looks better for me when I do a little bit more of a smile or it looks better for me and actually it's more in line with my brand sometimes if I look far off in the distance like this or I hate it because I've got like a wonky face nobody's face is perfectly symmetrical mine isn't and I actually tilt my head this way on purpose I I'm not going to show you what my face looks like normally <laughs> but it's one of these things and you'll slowly like be able to train the muscles in your face like you would be training if you were running a marathon it's the same and then maybe you'll be a bit more ready to share I think it's really interesting, isn't it? Because it's like anything that we do as, as business owners, some of it we've never done before, whether that's yeah. your accounts or whether it's your social media or, or or selling, whatever it is. And they all make you really nervous, but you just know you've got to do it. And you know with practice, it does get easier and you do feel uh, – you never – I'll be honest, I'm on this thing all the time doing lives and pictures and stuff. And I still feel really nervous about it. And I said at the beginning, you know, I find it really difficult to have a photo taken. I, I, you know, I, I don't like it and I don't like to see myself. But with practice, you do yes. get used to it. And also sometimes you just get used to it anyway. You just think, well, look, I've got to do it. It's something I've got to do. I've got to do that. Um, so Lucia came in uh, with, she has got the Amazon tripod, uh, well, the, the, the tripod selfie stick it is on amazon 16 pounds that's good okay good deal so we can all go over to amazon and get that and there's some more comments coming in because i can see them on the screen but i want to just make sure i've got names here <laughs> cecilia so she says she says i see so no magic pill then that's going to make <laughs> The solution is just hard work. <laughs> yeah, it is practice, I'm afraid. But you, you kind of have, you know, you can be easy on yourself and it's you doing the shot. It's not like I'm telling you to go out there and hire a professional headshots photographer to get you to get over your your issue with being photographed because that is really like throwing yourself in the ocean never mind the deep end it's like jumping off the side of a, a cruise ship or something, isn't it? You want to ease yourself into it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Lisa's come in again and said, apparently I'm an inspiration and I have no selfie fear. <laughs> if only you knew behind the scenes, Lise, how many times it, I take them before they actually go out. The one I put on Instagram this morning on my stories was raw. I did, I just did take one and that was it. So, uh, so it did work. Good for you. Yeah, well, it was all right. It was okay. It was, it was for the purposes of promotion of this event, let's say. <laughs> so we all hope you've got a drink as well. We should have said, when we were in Marbella doing our headshot session, um, it was a particularly hot day. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was baking down and we were in the old town and it was very, very hot. And it did take us several cocktails to sort of recuperate afterwards. <laughs> Yeah. And we did have John with us, who was like doing the flexi reflector. So that is why both Laura and I have got a drink. Yeah. I didn't manage a cocktail, but we thought <laughs> in honour of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I always love a cocktail. Any excuse. Any excuse. So we hope you're, you're all settled in there with some stuff. So there is going to be this selfie challenge, five-day challenge. I'm going to very cleverly post the link again in a second to that so that all of you can go in and get involved in this. And it will give you, like Laura said, the opportunity to just explore how to take selfies and play around with the ideas yourself i've done it <laughs> i hope you can see an improvement in my selfies um but um so i'm going to post that link um but let's just also talk again about some of the uh headshots and things um so how often because i i'm sure there are a lot of people out there who are going to be listening to this who at the moment maybe don't have any headshots on their website like I did when I set my website up um, there was I think one picture of me taken by John which was reasonably okay he's, a, he's an okay photographer but he's certainly not a professional um, but I, I basically used um, stock images 
that I put on there and, and kept them on brand. So there's definitely going to be people out there who are doing that. And there'll be people who perhaps think, well, how often should I be looking at getting my headshots redone? Um, so what's your advice with just getting headshots on websites? Why do they need to be there? How many should they have? And how often should they be being refreshed? And what else can we use them for? Because I think that's important. Headshots aren't just for your website. You could be using them for a load of other things as well. Yes, that's the thing that I always try and stress with all of my clients. If you're going to make any investment in any part of your marketing communications, you want to make sure that you're really going to get use of it. So I like to say on average, um, with most entrepreneurs, renewal, renewal of your headshots, you're looking about two years. So if you think how much and how quickly your business has changed in the last two years, that's why. It's not necessarily because your face will have changed. Now, some people love to dye their hair um, mad colours and their hair changes every week. Or you have people who, like maybe a man's just decided to grow a big beard in. Or, you know, there's like big physical changes. Now, if, that, if you were going to do that, then you would need to update your headshot. But for somebody who has the same sort of look and they've, they've got a business that's growing over time, you want to look at every two years. This is the amount of time that you really want to be reviewing all of your brand. You kind of want to do an annual audit over all of your branding tools, check what has worked, checked what hasn't worked but then when it comes to the visual stuff you want to make sure that it's a current picture of you and it's still on brand so I try and update my headshot every year because I want to try and show that it's a bit more of a frequency than two years and I certainly have clients and um, particularly the speaker type of clients who are always on the stage they are regularly updating their headshots they sometimes do it in line with a campaign so if they're doing a specific launch of a new product or a new collection of products or they're bringing out a book that kind of thing they want to do a new headshot shoot so you can stretch it out or bring it closer together but if you go over the two-year mark and you lag in a little bit and you're into the three years four years it's one of those things where it just comes all the way down on your priority list and before you know it you've got like a patsy stone situation from our fab and your pictures from 1975 and it looks nothing like you <laughs> so i think two years is seriously where you want to be looking so it could be that we shoot together in september this September is one year. Next September is when we actually look at booking in your next shot. We might not shoot it until November, December time, but it's back on your radar. You've brought that professional picture back onto your radar within that two-year mark. You know what it's like when you're doing anything like this, when you're building on your own business. I know certainly for me with um, like doing things on my website, it's a nightmare. You're dealing with your clients, you're dealing with your day-to-day -day stuff. So when you have to make that time to work on yourself, or invest back in yourself it's one of those things that you really have to schedule in isn't it yeah. so yeah so I, I always say the two years is where you want to kind of hedge it in your calendar and then aim to get as close to that as possible and then if you're really looking to push yourself forward you might want to bring it a little bit more frequently into um into the schedule because it's going to have a higher place in your marketing mm -hmm. Mm. And so we've got uh, we've got we've got them on our website, but where else can we use them? Because they're the other um, part of your question, yes. But where else can we use them, and how else can we be using um, any any headshots that we've got? So this is the key part of when we do the planning session. So when we do a little bit of consultancy in the run up to your shoot, I'm going to ask you a little bit about what's going on with you in your current marketing. What are you looking to achieve in the next two years? And what, where are you? Like, where are you on social media? What kind of brand have you got? Um, it, you might be someone who brings out like a lookbook, a bit like a fashion designer does, and you want to have that beautiful glossy brochure that I talked about before and we know that we have a full body shot of you a head and shoulder shot of you and maybe a really tight beauty shot of you that is beautifully lit in a professional way and then you might want to put in models in there i don't know it depends what product you have so you might have that that brochure style um set of images then you have your website stuff you have your social media thing so when you do your profile picture i always recommend that everyone has all of their profile pictures on all of the platforms that they're present on matching at any one time i think that's great so 
over the two years, you want to make sure that you come away with about seven. Some I have my I think my biggest package you get forty final images, but my smallest one you get seven. So in those two years, you could be updating your profile picture maybe every quarter, something like that. Um, and it's just going to, you'll know that on your page, your engagement goes up when you change either your header picture or your profile picture. People are like, oh, what's going on? Why have you changed your photo? And it, it helps you. So it's really good to do that with the bank of images that you have. Now, I love what you did on Pinterest with your images. I thought that was really good. And we're seeing that a lot more now in um, in the beauty industry and also I think a little bit more in the well-being industry. So we're seeing like a headshot, but then it's being graphically designed with either some buzzwords to then go and link to an opt-in or it'll be going to link to a particular blog post. So when you're shooting, you have to like reverse engineer all that stuff. So you remember when we did your headshot session, I had somewhere, it was like, if you can imagine the screen that I'm on now, you were a tiny little person here and we had all of this like beautiful flowers or a beautiful wall, but we kept that image in the final collection because we knew that you were gonna have text all over this space and then it would still be your full body these kinds of shots are great on pinterest because people engage with them a lot more than they do with just the wordy ones because a lot of people do the wordy ones so you're going to stand out when it's a bit more personal yeah. and then it can feed in more into your other social media posting so if you went at the point where you want to build up your selfies and you want to just have a really good bank of beautiful images of you and maybe you've got a very high luxury brand and that selfie thing just isn't fitting with you right now with what we're saying you want to go for more images in your photo shoot and when we have more images we have more outfit changes we might change your hair a little bit we might change your makeup a little bit there'll certainly be a lot of different locations so it looks like the photo shoot might have been it might have been a really intensive long day but it looks like you've been on maybe six or seven different photo shoots and then you can like drip feed them out on all of your different feeds and use them you know in canva i love canva you know when you can overlay a little text and yeah. have it nice and consistent people love it when it's your face i've just started using um the plan app have you heard of this with instagram not yet not yet so I've, I've noticed and I've been measuring this with the research and development of this selfies five day challenge that we're talking about. And every time I do a post, because I, I, I share a lot about cocktails, I share a lot about music and like pin up life as well as my photography business. But every time there's a picture of me, it's much higher in the engagement. So if you really want to drill down the numbers, you start noticing, oh, this is what my following likes. And yeah. then you just have to keep repeating it, right? You just have to keep giving them more of what they like. Totally. And I and I really agree with that. So I got I, I've used the headshots that I had done with you for across all of my social media. They look brilliant on Pinterest and turning them into things on Pinterest. Um, I've tried just to put my favorite two in the feed actually, but it won't let me I can only put mm. in. it won't let me put the pictures in. But for those of you who see my social media uh, regularly you will know there is one where I've got my I'm like that <laughs> also one where I'm skipping it's a it's a back view of where I'm skipping down uh down I the, remember that yes and I love those two because uh they just captured anybody who works with me knows that's exactly what I'm like <laughs> I love them so I can't put them in here but I mean if you can see my um my my uh sort of profile on here this is one of Laura's shots this is one of the, the shots that's actually kind of my face in in here um so you can use these sorts of things everywhere and actually they're a nice fallback if you're not confident with your selfie you can use them regularly on your Instagram feed and don't forget you know uh, people worry that you might use the same photo more than once. Nobody's going to scroll down for ages through your Instagram feed. So you can reuse these things on a really regular basis. We've had a few more questions in. Um, oh, Wendy, great. Wendy Lopez joined us. So hello, Wendy. Um, Hi, Joanna Wendy. White joined us. It's lovely to have you here, Joanna. And she said that she's just gone on Amazon while we were talking. She's bought the selfie tripod. Challenge on is her. Ooh, yeah. Um, 
More questions here from Leeds. Is it a good idea to do headshots with the same position and lighting so it's recognisable but current too? Does she mean if you were updating your headshot? Um, oh, you would... Sorry, she's gone on. Sorry, that wasn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> my, my headshot is two years old, but I'm writing, writing and publishing a book. Awesome. I want recognisability, but you say current is good. Is it a good idea to repeat the lighting, etc., when updating? No, I think you need to keep it fresh. And if you have a good... Um, relationship with the photographer who shot your last images I would say book them again and they'll remember what you're like and what your preferences are but the main thing for the cover of your book what's the book about and you know put put the onus onto the photographer as a creative and because that's what we're here for that's where the skill set should be and say look my book's about this my brand's about this this is what I personally like Give me some ideas, like make them work for you. And they should be able to come back with a whole host of ways that you can capture that. And then you'll be able to cherry pick or you'll be able to do maybe two or three of those ideas in one shoot session. And then you'll have a great feed of different images to choose from that maybe you go through with your publisher or you'll be able to show um, your proofreader. All of the different people who are on that book team will be able to have a say. I know um, some people even take it to social. They'll go out on social media and say, right, this is example A and this is example B. Which one do you like better? Because I'm going to do it in my book cover. And people love to be able to like help you with that kind of a split test. You could do it in a more subtle way where you do a Facebook advert and you do it to the same target group of people and you spend a certain amount of money and you have a graphic designer mock up the same book cover, but it's with two different photos and you'll see which one people click on or engage with more and you'll be able to get the target market to decide which is actually the most successful photo for who you want to sell to that's really common that happens a lot i'm telling you all of the book adverts that you see flying about on the internet a lot of them will be split tests yeah lee says okay thank you drawing on expert help for updating i like the idea of polling followers too i mean it's really interesting and i've just going harping back to something you just said a couple of seconds ago as well is that um Whatever you're doing on social media, you need to be looking at your insights and you can see your insights by post. And I can almost guarantee that if you have the confidence to put your face out there, either through a professional headshot photo or through a selfie that you take, take yourself, of course, um, you will see that your your engagement is much higher on those with, without fail. I know every time I do anything that's me, it does get noticed a lot more and people comment a lot more and they like a lot more, um, which gives you the confidence to go and put the next one on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. People love people. Like we really are those that kind of animal. It's like chimps in the zoo. We are we are in a jungle, really. It's a civilised jungle, this. And we love to look at other people because we're we're trying to find a bit of ourselves in them and that's what you're trying to do with this authenticity in your brand you're saying look this is me and this is why i stand for what it is i stand for so you could you could drill it down from your branding and say right well i'm going to need a selfie of me like this or this mood and you can get yourself so distracted with the context and then the um the message behind the selfie that you get over that fear of oh god i posted a picture of my face on the internet because you think well no this is for the brand this is me as the founder representing my brand i am being my brand now yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. So most people who are having their taking their selfies, one of the things obviously that, that worries us the most is that if we've got headshots, we look we look amazing. That's what photographers do. That's what you do. You make people have the confidence and you and you make them relax and you make them look amazing in photos. And if you can make them <laughs> me look amazing, that's what they can, that's what they can do. Um, but selfies, obviously. We don't we don't have that uh, person cheering us on or giving us the support or making us feel better. And so we're all going to go and enroll in your uh, challenge, your five day selfie challenge to build our confidence. But can you give us a couple of quick tips um, on some real basic stuff that will help us? 
for sure. So the first one is rinse and repeat. So don't just do one single um, photo and think that that's it, you've done a selfie. The teenage girls out there shoot like 50 to 60 to 70 images on their phone and then they pick from those which is the best one and then they post that one. So you, I'm not telling you to do 70 or 80 snaps on your phone, but maybe do five maybe do 10 and then say, right, okay, I've captured this now. And you want to play around. So you'll see the light here in my office is coming in from here. So I could shoot it directly and it's quite interesting lighting wise. You've got the light on this side of my face and the shadows on this side of my face. If I turn this way, you'll see the lights on all of my face. So that's a different one, but I'm in the same outfit. It's the same amount of time. It's within two minutes even. And you just move your phone around and move you around. So play around a little bit with it and then say, right, okay, I'm going to do it from this side. I'm going to do it from this side. I'm going to do a little high one. I'm going to do a straight one. Avoid doing the low ones. No one needs the uh, the chin look. I don't what think I've ever met anyone. <laughs> yeah, up the nose or the double chin look just doesn't really look good. But you don't want to go so high. It's like your eyeballs are rolling in the back of your head. There is a balance. And that's why I encourage everyone to play around a little bit. Well, I, I love that because it makes me feel more confident to know that actually even the people who, who post these incredible uh, selfies are actually taking them over and over again before yeah. they them. I live in this world where I think they just go, oh, yeah, and take it. And uh, you know, I like the thought of Tyra Banks, you know, standing there taking, you know, 25 before she decides which one she's going to put on. I love that. <laughs> she definitely does that. I reckon she does about 50, Tyra, because she knows what she's doing. So let's take an example from Tyra. The other one is the smize. So I, I there's nothing worse than the duck pout, which is, you know, like the 12-year-old curse of the big lips. Like no one wants to look like a blow-up doll. It just isn't a good look at all. <laughs> uh, even if you were selling like lip fillers, that it's face, ain't gonna, it's not going to sell me to get the lip fillers, but you can do like a subtle pout, you can do a little smile, you can smile with your eyes, so that's a Tyra Banks classic from America, yeah. smile with your eyes, so say kind things to the photo, to, the, um, to that tiny little lens, say something nice, but say it through your eyes, not through your mouth, like, I love you, hello, it's nice to meet you, like project that out through your face, and you will see a difference. You could even try it where you're holding your mouth the same and you'll say something like, I hate you, I love you, it's nice to meet you, I've never liked you, and just see how your face changes. It will read on your face. Oh, no, I, I like that one too. I've never thought about thinking, I mean, I'm a massive America's Next Top Model oh, fan. Huge fan here, yes. It's, it's a little bit of a, of a kind of an addiction and, uh, and I'm a total admiration of Tyra. So I get the whole schmizing thing. But I've never thought about actually thinking something. I try and I... I John, John finds it hilarious because I practice being a model when the programme's on. I'm revealing all here. And, uh, <laughs> and I say, what is my smile like? It's like, uh, not like hers in any way. <laughs> and I think that's because I'm not thinking it. I'm not going, I love you through my eyes. I'm going to try. I shall go downstairs and try in a minute. You just go down and look at John and he'll be like, what? What? He'll be like, what do you mean? You can tell him like, through my eyes. <laughs> one glass upstairs. Oh. You, know, like, you know like when you look at the cat and a cat gives you a slow blink and you know that your cat is telling you that they love you it's like that you're doing that so be more like a cat with intention <laughs> that's my big takeaway tonight guys <laughs> what, what do we do what do we do about behind us what should we watch what we should we miss we watching out for you want to be aware of it so when you've done maybe one or two or three takes you're going to look at your phone and say, right, okay, oh, the lamp is behind me where I'm sitting on the sofa. And actually, when I look at this again, it looks like it's coming out of my head and I have a lampshade on my head. That's not a good look for me. Or one thing that I try and do is I try and keep it straight in the shot so that if I want to turn it later, this is a little bit more technical from where I wanted to go, but 
I'll try and shoot something like say if I was in front of bricks where you've got a clear cut lines behind you. I would want to make sure that I'm straight and then we do one where we're at an angle. Maybe we do one up here so they're, they're all going in a certain way and just be aware of that texture behind you and the angles that you've got. Oh, yeah. Now, that, that that's really good. And I would never think of that. But I do remember from our shoot, you were always talking about texture. Yeah. <laughs> was, oh, oh, I love that, that wall. Yeah. Yeah. That wall. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So look around, like looking around at, um, at the things that you see on a day-to-day -day basis. Maybe you, you take a, the dog for a walk. There will be a lot of different backgrounds that you can take advantage of on that walk and you know if it's a nice quiet walk you don't have anyone watching you you can just test it out and say right i'm going to do 10 selfies on this walk and then when you come back you'll be able to assess it with a little bit more of that art artistic criticism and say oh actually that's a really good look and oh my god those flowers are totally on brand for me that's the colors that i have so you know the next day you're going to do a few more at that same spot Oh, awesome. Is there any more questions coming in from anybody else while we've still got Laura? She is the expert photographer. <laughs> she's live and she's available for a few more minutes to answer any further questions. Um, so I'll just let people put any more in. But thank you so much for coming on. Laura. Oh, it's been a real giggle. Thank you very much. Oh, well, I knew, it, I knew it would be, and it's brilliant to see you again. Um, so the link for the five-day selfie challenge is in this feed now, so you can do it. All go and sign up, because I can't stress enough that we really do have to, as brand founders, get out from behind these computers and really show our faces and let our followers and our tribe know exactly who we are and get to know us. So that's really, really, really important. So go and sign up for that. For that, And it sounds like a brilliant place where you can completely relax and just play around and learn um, some quite some quite detailed and technical things in there. When I did it, it goes beyond the sort of, you know, point and shoot type stuff. It's really, really good. So go do go and get in there um, and have a look. I've also posted a link if, uh, for anybody who's seen it to laura's um headshot gallery so you can go and have a oh, look she does because i think it's really important that you know to see to see what you're what you're capable of and i have got a few more questions just coming in so i'm just going to find out the names of the people who've put them in there before i uh say so cecilia what is the trick of not <laughs> what is the trick of not going cross-eyed if we're all looking at the tiny dot that's on our camera phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want both eyes to look at the dot because you definitely will go cross-eyed. So maybe you just want to focus one eye and let the other one follow. I think we all have one strong eye and one weaker eye, don't we? I know I, I certainly do because I have a, an astigmatism, but <laughs> you don't want to be boss-eyed, that's for sure. And I think it's probably a case of practicing, so maybe tilting your face and looking and then bringing it round afterwards. But you want to just make sure that you can gently bring your head round and maybe your eyes will follow I, I, it's hard to say until i've seen how your eyes are going <laughs> send me a dm and we'll work it out from there exactly exactly so lisa's come in with thank you very much for sharing oh it's been Hi. lovely to answer lisa's we've got Ilum coming in and saying thank you as well lucia's come in thank you very encouraging so we can actually look better Yes, that's what it's about. And you know, we have all these young teenage girls who are flooding the selfie space. And I think we need to balance things out. We're going to look back in 25 years time and everyone's going to think like, well, what happened to all of those incredible CEO women who, what were they doing? Like there'll be no record. You know, like when you look back at the record of photography from like, I don't know, the wartime or from a certain renaissance and you, you're able to get a good cross section of what happened in that period of history. We need to level it up now. We need to make things a little bit more real and show the future generations that we were here and oh, we yes. were fabulous. Now <laughs> founders who were over over 30 um yes. <laughs> well, yeah, we did our bit exactly we could start a whole movement off the back oh, of this place oh, yeah. yeah we should have thought about this beforehand and come up with a um with a, with a hashtag for us all to walk away with uh, <laughs> more uh question uh, nice comments coming in so i just want to find out who they are just to say thank you 
Um, so I think Cecilia came back and said um, that she'd never occurred to any kind of focus. Look at it with the one eye. So thank you very much. Oh, good. I'm glad oh, Helen, Helen says, sorry, she's only just made it here. Yes, there is a replay. So what will happen, Helen, is this is this is a Facebook Live. So once, although we're doing it slightly differently through the Be Live function, when we end the broadcast, it will be saved to the feed in, in, here in the group, exactly like a Facebook Live. So you can re-watch it at your leisure. Um, Karen, hello. You kept quiet for most of that. Um, she says thank you, and she's definitely going to join the five-day challenge. Oh, that would be great. Um, and Joanna is saying thank you. That's all been amazing and so useful. So um, oh, you're all so welcome. I'm so yeah. glad I could help. <laughs> but it's all about confidence in the end, isn't it, ladies? It I is. think. Um, yeah. We, we, you just, you've just got to pick up your phone and do it, um, and you will get better at it. And you know, it is, you know, it, it's just get over that initial stumbling block. So we'll all be. Um, you'll have to follow us all on social media. I've put Laura's links in, we'll, and we'll be able to see each other's selfies and give each other support. Selfie support. I'm not yes, sure. selfie support. I love that. We may not need to use that as a hashtag. We might get in trouble. I'm not sure, but um, it could. But yeah. <laughs> We need to, you know, give each other support here and uh, and make sure that we've done that. So that is incredible. Well, that's well, that's our hour. That's oh my goodness! Hour. Really, that that's has flown. Gosh, that was amazing. That was brilliant, and it's a completely different indie beauty rocks TV. Um, and hopefully, we'll do some more similar things like this in the future. But um, this evening, it has been all amazing and thank you to the wonderful Laura Pearman for coming along and joining us from all the way up in sunny Newcastle um, so it's been absolutely brilliant we will see you soon and we will be in your five-day challenge go and join up to that five-day challenge this is what you need to get out there and do this so I'm glad you've all found it really useful yeah, thank you too. very much guys we will see you all really really soon thank you bye, bye. bye. The Indie Beauty Delivers community is a place for beautypreneurs across the globe to network, learn and share. You're invited to join in on Facebook, Instagram and sign up to Rachel's special email group to receive weekly blogs packed full of expert tips. Visit IndieBeautyDelivers.com to sign up.